Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to Borderless Executive Live. This is session 11, and today we're going to be focusing on digital health startups and the way that they're able to communicate and speak the same language as pharmaceutical companies. In turn, we'll also be covering how pharma companies can find the best way to engage digital health startups. Helping us through that process are two executives, Naomi Fried and Laura Gunn, of a brand new startup called Pharma Stars. So let me introduce you to the two of them. Thank you, Andrew. It's my pleasure. And I want to thank you again for inviting Laura and I to join you today and to give us the opportunity to share with you what we're doing at Farm Stars. To really explain how we came to this idea, I need to share a little bit of my background with you because this is really an evolution over time. So just by way of background, I was trained as a scientist and engineer, I got involved with a series of early stage healthcare startups, and then was actually recruited to Kaiser Permanente, where I became their first Vice President of Innovation and Advanced Technology. And our program there was really focused on identifying emerging technologies and introducing them into the organization. I then had the honor and privilege of becoming the first Chief Innovation Officer at Boston Children's Hospital, where we built the Innovation Acceleration Program. And our goal at Boston Children's was to help the doctors and nurses test and develop new ideas. From Boston Children's, I was recruited to Biogen to help them develop their innovation beyond the molecule strategy and think about how digital health could be applied and used to bring more value to the patients on their therapeutics. I left Biogen and set up my own consulting practice. And I began to advise large healthcare organizations, including pharmaceutical companies on their digital health strategy and innovation programs. And it became very clear that there was a lot of interest in using digital health innovation by pharmaceutical companies to try to bring more value to their patients. I also was working with a lot of startups. I'm a venture capitalist and saw that there was great interest in startups bringing their innovations in digital health to pharmaceutical companies around a partnership. But what I was also noticing is that there weren't a lot of partnerships happening, that it wasn't so easy for these two types of organizations to get together. You know, a different scale, of course. Oh, totally. And so I came to sort of observe what I call the pharma startup gap. And it was the desire to bridge this gap, the differences in these two organizations that led me to create Farmstars. Our goal is really to bridge this gap and bring these organizations together. And when you start a new program, a new company, it's always wonderful to have a partner, someone you can think with and plan with, laugh with, and enjoy building. And that's where Laura came in. So by way of background, I started out in academia. I was a lab scientist. And relatively early in my career, I transitioned from the lab into industry. I really saw the capability of industry to be an important translational bridge to the work being done in academia to then potentially benefit patients. So I worked in the diagnostic industry and then in the pharmaceutical industry. And I've since spent the last 18 years or so in the pharma and diagnostic industries. Most recently, I've been working at Biogen for about the last nine years in a number of different roles. 
I was the chief learning officer and held a number of different leadership positions in the medical affairs organization. Mm -hmm. And in my time at Biogen, I have observed exactly what Naomi had described, which is pharma companies who are committed to bringing value to patients beyond the pill. Uh, Many companies have shifted to focus on treating the whole patient rather than just the disease or symptoms which means a tremendous potential for digital health, but there are barriers which are preventing them from achieving the kind of adoption that we've seen in other areas of healthcare. So I was delighted to join Naomi in launching FarmStars and bring that inside view from the pharma perspective to the table and work together to try to drive greater adoption in pharma to meet the needs of patients. Well, that's really a wonderful venture to do. And of course, really critical both for pharma and of course, for a lot of these digital health startups, plenty of great ideas out there, how to realize them, I guess you'll be putting in the language mix and the vocabulary to use to attract each other. I mean, I think in a recent article you wrote, you identified that challenge for digital health startups. Here they are, they're talking at each other very often, not really understanding how each other works, perhaps. How how are you going to fill that gap? Because that's the gap I think Pharma Stars is bridging right now. So, Andrew, throughout my career, I have been supporting digital health innovation on the provider side and even on the payer side. And I've worked with various pharma and biotech companies on the digital health strategy. And as I mentioned, also an advisor to various startups. I've long been passionate about digital health. I've been an evangelist. And from my vantage point, the pharma industry has been a little bit behind the curve in terms of digital health adoption. We haven't seen a lot of great pharma digital health startup partnerships to speak of, but there's great reasons, wonderful reasons for them to get together. I mean, the benefit is clear. As I mentioned before, pharma can access these digital health innovations that will help them deliver drugs faster and bring more value to the patients if they partner with these innovative companies. And there's a lot that pharma has to offer to digital health startups. I think what startups are excited about are the tremendous access to the sales and marketing channels that pharma has, the the way that they can connect with patients and doctors. And pharma companies have an amazing and deep understanding of developing regulated products and working in a regulated environment, obviously dealing with the FDA. And they're very disciplined and focused on science and data. So partnering with pharma will provide startups with all sorts of benefits And did I mention resources? Pharma tend to have deeper pockets, you know, but despite these benefits, it's been really hard to get pharma and startups together. And I I think there's a variety of reasons for this pharma startup gap. I think there's differences in culture, language that you mentioned, and even different expectations and approaches to timelines and process where pharma is well, most of the time, big and well-resourced. They're regulated, they're process-driven, and they're pretty risk-averse. But startups, on the other hand, are sort of agile. They're very focused on bringing something to market. They may make some mistakes, but they quickly pivot. I sort of think of startups like speedboats and pharmaceutical companies like aircraft carriers, very different. And even the way they look at, at timing for startups, time is of the essence. They think in terms of weeks or months versus years or even decades for pharma. And I think there can be a mismatch in expectations in terms of these timelines, these requirements, even deal structure, which is a pretty big one. And it's this mismatch in perspective and expectations that cause deals 
to fall apart or sometimes even fail to get off the ground in the first place. Andrew, through our Farm Stars Pharma U program that we actually plan to address both sides of the farm. Well, Pharma U yeah. is an education area, right? To yes, educate. yes. Is that is that only for the startups or is it also the pharma companies? Great question. So it's for both. We have a comprehensive tailored curriculum and individualized mentoring to teach the startups how to work and approach pharma. But we also provide workshops and programs for our pharma members to help them deal with some of the issues they face internally trying to work with digital health startups. And what would be the kind of issues they're facing internally? Is that uh, not invented here or they're moving so that's, fast or what is it? Yes. Yeah. So not invented here or build versus buy is one of the big issues they wrestle with. There's also a lot of challenges, I think, internally with the legal and regulatory groups who are unfamiliar with how things happen in digital health, who, again, are used to sometimes a different speed. They can be very cautious. So we hope to do programming to support our member champions on how to work internally and help educate and socialize their internal partners on expectations and, again, language and culture around working with digital health startups. Is FarmStars a business you would think of as kind of having a mission? How do you see yourself? Flag bearers for a particular direction or how does it all fit together? Well, I think our mission is really, as Naomi said, to bring these two sides together. What we really want to do is facilitate and accelerate successful partnerships between the digital health startups and pharma to lead to greater success for for each side and faster adoption of digital health to improve patient outcomes. And what this really means is we need to support two sides. It's a two-way street when we talk about partnerships. And so in addition to what we're offering for the startups, we offer support for the pharma side as well. Okay. So how does it work in practice? What's the structure you're building here to be able to do that? We have multiple components to the structure of FarmStars. From the startup side, our startups apply online to participate, and we then select the 10 most innovative to participate in a 10 startup cohort. Our startups participate then in a 10-week educational and mentoring program, which we just discussed is PharmaU, which is short for Pharma University. And PharmaU then culminates in a private members-only showcase. The showcase event is where our groomed startups present their refined pitches to our pharma members, and then at that point may have one-on-one meetings with members. One important thing about our accelerator is we don't take any equity in our startups. We're not involved in the deals or partnerships between the startups and the members. We bring them together and, and we leave the rest to them, and we are then supported by our pharma members. So what you're saying is you're not vested in either side, right? Or neutral position, is that the plan? Exactly. We bring them together and we let the magic happen. And so is that what makes the PharmaSars unique in the way that you're operating? Well, I think there are a lot of accelerators out there, um, Andrew, and there's a couple of things that make us different. First of all, just looking at the types of accelerators, there's many tech-oriented accelerators, is even some healthcare ones, and a few that specialize in digital health. But when it comes to digital health accelerators for startups who want to work with pharma, there are only a few out there, and those are generally proprietary. They're already part of a big pharma company that's running it 
basically the program for their own exclusive benefits. So we're really different in that FarmStars is the first and only non-proprietary digital health accelerator for startups who want to work with pharma. And this means all the pharma and biotech companies that don't want to invest millions of dollars and tens of FTEs in building their own digital health accelerator now have a great option. And a couple more things about FarmStars that make us really unique. We are the only accelerator in the space that has this comprehensive curriculum that we've been talking about, PharmaU, and um, this me, mentoring Pharma program. Are written by yourselves, I guess, from based on your yes, right? Yes. yes. Okay. And as Laura mentioned, she's a former chief learning officer at Biogen, really knows a lot about how pharma works. And that's actually an important point for our mentoring, because we do the mentoring ourselves, and we're we believe the only accelerator that uses experienced farm executives to do the mentoring. Most accelerators out there rely on an ad hoc volunteer mentor network, but not farm stars. We think you have to know pharma to be able to mentor digital health startups about pharma. And that's why we have very special uh, mentors involved with our PharmaU. That's probably one of the reasons I would want to join you, right? In terms of how you're doing, because I'm getting you rather than some anonymous person Fighting a book to me. You've got the scars to show it, if I may put it that way. <laughs> we like to call it experience, but yes. Oh, that's good. Experience. <laughs> I have the scars, you have the experience, right? <laughs> and so I can see how startups can really learn from you. What's farmer going to learn from you? I mean, surely they're big boys and, and girls there who've been through this many, many times as you have. Is there anything for them to learn? For sure. So, you know, Andrew, we know through really a lot of firsthand experience and many conversations with pharma that they are coming to really appreciate the potential of digital health to transform their businesses and bring new value to their patients. And that digital health innovation is really critical if they're going to stay relevant and deliver value and remain competitive in their environment. And I think that there's also a growing appreciation that one of the most effective ways to incorporate digital innovations through partnerships, as we said, not so much building themselves, but really working with these startups. But that isn't as easy as it sounds. And this is where FarmStars brings value to pharma by helping them realize their digital health goals. First of all, we provide them with 10 vetted, groomed, mentored startups per cohort each with cutting edge digital health innovation. And these startups meet with our farm, pharma members and then are able to really engage in meaningful discussions that we think will lead to wonderful uh, deals. Another thing that we offer our members is that we don't make them do a lot of work. We like to say that membership is what we call a light lift for our members. It won't add to their burden. We do the heavy lifting. We do the, the selecting, the mentoring, advising, Some other accelerators actually ask their members to do that. We don't. And we really help our members get a jumpstart on their business development activities. And another benefit to our pharma members is this unique educational opportunity that we've been talking about, the PharmaU for our members, which also includes peer-to-peer learning for our pharma members. These are in the private workshops and seminars that we do. We know that there's interest in understanding what's worked in other organizations, so we'll be facilitating those conversations in addition to content that we're presenting. And I think we're really hearing that there are some sort of universal challenges because what these digital health leaders are doing within their companies is really building an innovation function inside a larger organization. They're introducing 
digital health to companies that traditionally have built molecules. I think that for the pharma companies, probably the most valuable piece is that the startups they are going to meet through our program will actually understand the specific needs the pharma strategy is. And also these startups will know what to expect through the deal-making process. And there's just a tremendous benefit that can't be underestimated around working with educated startups that speak the same language, that are on the same page, that have appropriate expectations. And our startups, the ones coming out of Farm Stars, will be great partners for our members. Well, they certainly have been well educated in what matters and what doesn't to pharma companies. I can see that. In terms of the cohorts that you're putting together, digital health is a huge, wide field. Is there any kind of segmentation that you're doing in terms of who's in that first cohort? Are all in the same type of domains? Or are they in a broad range of digital health domains? How are you doing that? Well, we've had an outpouring of interest from digital health startups, as well as applications from all over the world. And it's been incredibly gratifying to hear from so many startups, as well as pharma, that they recognize the challenge of this pharma startup and appreciate the program that we're building to address it. We have a formal process for reviewing and accepting startups to participate in our first cohort. And there are really four main considerations. The first is fit. Startups must have promising, innovative digital health product that pharma can use. This needs to have applicability to pharma. The second is product stage. We want to make sure that the startups do have a developed product or at least a viable prototype so they can sit down at the end of the program and discuss a product or a service that can be immediately adopted by pharma. The third is need. We really want to have startups participate in the program who have not yet broadly and successfully engaged pharma. We really think those that are interested in engaging with pharma, but really haven't had that success yet, are the ones that could truly benefit the most from the education and the coaching that Farmstarps offers. For 2021, all digital health startups with the innovative pharma solutions we just talked about are welcome to apply to our first cohort But priority is going to be given to startups with an innovative digital health solution that enhances and improves clinical trials. We want the cohort to be focused. And so by selecting the theme of clinical trials, we think we can bring in a number of innovations under this umbrella of clinical trials. So this would include innovations such as increase the speed and efficiency of clinical trials, optimizing trial participant recruitment and retention, But it also includes other capabilities such as improved data collection, management, remote monitoring of trial participants, perhaps even solutions that help with adherence to medication. All of these things could have applications both within and beyond clinical trials. And future cohorts will have other thematic priorities, which we'll be thinking about in the very near future. So you don't have a cohort two will be in this particular area. You haven't worked that out yet or? Our cohort will run two cohorts at least in 2022. And our plan is actually to choose themes that really resonate and are meaningful to 
our members. So we plan to be in discussion with our members around what themes are most important to them. And these could be therapeutic themes like oncology or neurology or women's health, or they could be platform-focused themes such as innovations in patient education or remote monitoring. So that's sort of TBD. I'm really thrilled to see you guys taking it in such depth, and I really hope that everything will work out well for you. It sounds like you're gathering enough interest. Do you think there's a risk that the pharmaceutical industry is going to be overwhelmed with uh, digital health startups, or at least overwhelmed by the members that you're presenting to them? I think your point is great, Andrew, that there is tons of digital health innovation out there. I think that it's been hard for pharmaceutical companies to sift through all of the startups out there, figure out which ones to work with and how to work with them effectively. That's why we see so few deals being done. And those are all the types of things that we at Farmstars help our members with. So I think there's a real value add and we are hoping to bring both sides together for more success. So if I was engaged in this area of interest within a pharmaceutical company, would I be able to come to you and say, I'm really interested in this type of digital health solution? Would you create a cohort or would you say we actually have one? Uh, How do I influence who you bring in from the digital health innovation side? So we work together with our members as a group and we make sure that there's enough interest across all the members. And we are already seeing that there is a lot of commonality in strategy. And so we think we can meet our members' needs with each cohort. And we already have, Andrew, four founding pharma members. We are supported by Beringer Ingelheim, Eli Lilly, Novo Nordisk, and Takeda. And they've been really wonderful to work with. They've been terrific thought partners. They've helped us shape our program so far. And we're really looking to our future members for input on the cohort themes, as well as feedback. We're learning also, but feedback on our plans for the startups, for the curriculum, for executive. And we're accepting additional members now and we'll continue through the end of the summer. We're very well equipped to support a broad array of pharma sizes and stages and interests. And we're looking forward to having a diverse array of members because, as I said before, they also have the opportunity to learn from each other. And we think that's a very unique offering. I think you guys are really onto some really interesting areas to try and bridge this gap between these two innovative uh, sectors. Laura and uh, Naomi, you've been talking about all these wonderful things you're going to do the 2022 and 2021 cohorts. How does that look like from a timing point of view? What are your plans now for the rest of this year and next year? Time is flying and we're really excited about what our plans will be for the rest of 2021. We officially launched FarmStars on June 1st. And since then, we have been open for applications. We are still accepting applications from startups around the entire world until July 21st. We will then be reviewing those applications and startups will be accepted into the program and will be notified on or around August 23rd. 2021. Pharma U will formally begin on September 1st and continue to November 10th. And then the showcase event, the capstone event we mentioned to you, is expected to be held at the end of Pharma U um, and will be held between probably November 10th to December 10th, somewhere in that time frame. The exact date 
and format, if we're going to do it live or virtual, is TBD, obviously taking into consideration a number of factors. But we'll be announcing when the showcase will occur and what the format of that will be in the coming months. I would just add, at least for the first cohort and possibly for future cohorts, our program is virtual, mm-hmm. which gives us tremendous flexibility in terms of the startups that can participate. We do have classes twice a week. We ask for live participation, but it could be virtual live participation. And we've actually, Andrew, been getting a lot of inquiries from around the world, though our program is very much focused on the U.S. market and what's happening in the U.S. in the pharmaceutical industry. There's a lot of interest from startups globally. And we think we probably will have a pretty diverse class for this first uh, cohort. So you're suggesting you're going to run everything on a global basis or will you run US first and then move outside the US? We're definitely starting with the US. And if we're successful and there's a, a need, we will certainly consider expanding to other markets and locations. So you're going to have a huge amount of innovation going in Some places you wouldn't think of automatically. I think there's a huge amount of digital technology being developed around the world in some of the major centers. So I'm sure you have plenty of opportunity to globalize your farm stars business. Uh, I think you're off to a wonderful venture. And on behalf of Borderless Executive, I just want to wish you both every success from all the patients that will be ultimately affected by the wonderful work that you're doing bringing these two communities together. Congratulations on your startup and wishing you every success. Thank you for Thank joining Thank you, Andrew. Thank you. It's been a pleasure to be with you today. Thank you. It's lovely to listen to you too. Thanks very much.